The book was better. That seemed really delayed, so we'll see. Oh, jeez. Great. Oh, yeah. I've, I feel like our connection's real slow tonight. It's okay. We'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post. They always do. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Book Was Better podcast, mini-sode number six. We are cranking away at these. Yes. I guess if you include the main episodes and the mini-sodes, then we have technically already surpassed 20 episodes. Because in our most recent full-length episode, we were talking about how we couldn't believe that we already had 17 out and we were getting close to 20 episodes. But if you include the mini-sodes, we've released over 20... That's true. ...things. Over 20 (laughs) things. Yeah. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) So today... We are going to be giving you guys some more book recommendations. Mm-hmm. But before and we before we do that, dive in. <laughs> just a few points uh, to address really quick. Well, happy Cinco de Mayo! Yeah, happy Cinco de Mayo, and happy early Mother's Day. Mother's Day, yeah. To all you moms out there, and to all you soon to be moms or step in stand in moms or people who wish they could be moms all of you happy mother's day and happy and happy mother's day to those of you who have rough relationships with your moms yeah you know like to those of you who this day might not be such like a happy day sending you good positive vibes too but yeah today is cinco de mayo Mm -hmm. so Yesterday was May the 4th, be with you, Star Wars Day. Mm, Yes. May 1st was May Day or something, which is like where you go and plant a bunch of plants and flowers or something. I can't remember what the tradition on that is, but I just know it's a thing and that it exists. So (laughs) what a fun time. Lots of uh, lots of holidays going on. So not like big holidays, but just lots of little holidays going on right now. But mm-hmm. I'll take any excuse to get Fun a little bit of joy. Yes. Make it a special day. And I thought that Cinco de Mayo was like Mexican Independence Day, but it's not. It's It just celebrates the um, victory. That's the word I was looking for. Of Mexico against France back when. Ah, uh, right. You know, it was occupied by French colonials, colonists. Right. Settlers, I don't know. But yeah. Now I think it's just an excuse for people to party, but. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a lot of holidays. Whatever. <laughs> true, true. Very true. Okay. So other than that, just another little reminder that we are wrapping up this round of books and, and, and our reading calendar. So if you'd like to have a say or any input on what we do in the next three months and our next cycle, I guess you could call it, to go over and check out our social media, either on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, TBWB Podcast, and you can give us your thoughts there. We'll be doing polls and whatnot for you to have your say. 
And then also Taylor launched her store, which has podcast merch. If you're interested in that, even if you aren't super interested in that, again, still go check it out. Teak Designs, T-E-A-C. You might be surprised and find something you like, even if you're like, I don't need podcast merch. I don't need that crap. <laughs> but then you see it and then you go, oh, wait, I do need that crap. <laughs> and you're welcome. So. <laughs> yep. Great. Taylor that was is the best going ad. <laughs> For it, I've ever heard. You're welcome. <laughs> I am the greatest hype woman there ever yeah. was. So. <laughs> okay, Taylor's going to go first this, um, well, this time with book recommendations. Yeah, we're giving more book recommendations. So, so I um, this is a book that I read, I think, last year. And I was a little hesitant when I started reading it. I picked it up at Barnes & Noble and was just going to like, this kind of looks interesting. I'll give it a read. And then I ended up really, really liking it. It's called The More of Less, Finding the Life You Want Under Everything You Own by Joshua Becker. Um, it <laughs> is essentially a minimalist self-help book. <laughs> kind of. It's like a minimalist living guide. And he kind of walks you through. So he like introduces you at the beginning of the book. He introduces you to the concept of minimalism, what it means, how it can help you, how there's different ways to live minimalism. Because like I've always been interested in the minimalist movement, but like it always seemed a little too extreme for me. I was like, I mean, I still like things <laughs> like I like my stuff. I like have. <laughs> I'm not a hoarder, like, but I like I my stuff. I have hobbies and stuff like that I like to do. And so I didn't want to like just live out of a suitcase and like not have stuff. So I really like the way that uh, Joshua Becker approaches it in the fact that it's going to be different for everyone. And he focuses more on the like process of how you can find the right method for you rather than just being like, you need to get rid of this. You need to get rid of this. And you're like, I don't want it. Don't tell me how to live my life. Like Marie Kondo, does it bring you joy? No, I hate her method. I think it's stupid. That's a lot of people like that. Method, I know a lot so. of people like that method. And if you do, that's fine. But I always hated it. I thought it was stupid because I was like, everything brings me joy. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought it. So... <laughs> <laughs> But okay. I really like and then he um, he goes through section by section, essentially. So he will start with like your clothing and he talks about that. And then he goes into like your decor and like he goes through sections. And then he ends with the hardest one, which is like your sentimental items. And he talks about that and. Then he wraps up the book again by like talking about the ways that this can benefit you and how this needs to be the right process for you. And it's very personal and is a bit of a self-help book with figuring out like, yeah, I do want to like do more in my life and I want to not feel weighed down by all the items that I own. And after reading this book, because I had a huge stack of old poems and essays and art projects all from high school right and it was like a huge box of them and I was like I don't really need these and I don't really want to keep moving around with these and he talks about how like digital media is such a blessing with minimalism and so I just took pictures of all of them 
and then I threw them all away. And like it was hard in the moment. But now I'm like, well, if I ever want to read that poem or look at that art project that I did, like I have a photo of it on my phone. I can go back and look at an album. Yeah. (laughs) But like it's not taking up space. And especially right now, I live in a tiny studio apartment. Teeny, teeny, tiny. So tight that every single thing that we own, like has to have its proper place. And we have to like know exactly when we buy something, where is it going to go? What are we going to do with it? Because we're so tight in here. And so I mm-hmm. try to follow the methods that I learned in this book and try to remind myself. Sometimes it's just like good to go back and reread some of the sections and just remind myself, OK, maybe I don't need to keep all of this and kind of do some reorganizing and some rethinking. And I just really like it. It's a quick read. It's not super long, which is nice. Like it's one you could definitely read just in a week, like a couple hours a day. You'd like be totally fine. Not even if you read it a couple hours a day, you'd be done in a few days. It's quite short, (laughs) but it's really good. I've read some other minimalism books that I didn't like as much. And so this one stands out as one that I really enjoyed reading. And so I thought I would recommend it to you if you're interested in the minimalism way of life or like just curious about how you can pare down what you own and what like is a good thought process to start doing that. Highly recommend The More of Less, Finding the Life You Want Under Everything You Own by Joshua Becker. It's reminiscent to me of 5S, which is a lean principle, like lean, uh, Taichi Ono, Toyota, Kata, all that kind of fun stuff. 5S is one of that where it's five S's literally, and it's like sort. Mm -hmm. So you sort your stuff and it's like to the things that you need and the things you don't need. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you sort it all. And then you shine, which is clean, like actually like look, it looks clean. It looks like new Mm -hmm. is like a big process of it. So you got sort, shine. I can't remember the S word because all of them start with S. But it basically is everything has its place. Mm -hmm. And like, you know exactly where it goes. You don't have to second guess yourself. You don't have to waste time looking for things because everything has its place. And then you just have to standardize that and then sustain it. And those are your five S's. And it's a really big process that's used in lean manufacturing and lean leadership and lean that whole business. And I, I really like in this book, he gives specific like examples and life stories like from his life or from his friends lives or like other people's lives so it straighten it gives sorry that's the other rest i just remember (laughs) but he gives you like specific examples which i love a good example story i feel like i can learn a lot from others examples and so when he gives the example stories i'm like oh yeah okay i get more what you're saying now compared to people who just like spout theoretical words and i'm like give me something concrete or they or they do act like they like know you and they're like you need to get rid of this get rid of all of this you don't need and it's like no there's not one surefire method that'll work for no like saying you don't need like those measuring extra set of measuring cups it's like well you don't know me you don't know if i like bake for a living like leave me alone (laughs) so leave me and my measuring cups alone like (laughs) so that's why i really like his because he gives examples of other people's situations that you can liken unto your own but he's not specific trying to tell you exactly what to do 
it's much more of just a guide mm-hmm. with examples that you can adjust to your own life. Cool. That's mine. What's yours? So I to, to so today I'm recommending Dragon Rider by Cornelia Funk. And it's not the Dragon Rider or anything. It's just Dragon Rider. Um, and Cornelia Funk, if her name sounds familiar, it's because she's also the author of The Thief Lord and the Inkheart series and a lot of other stuff. Probably others, too. She's written a lot of books. She's written a lot of books. Well, and it's interesting, too, because she's from Germany. And so all of her books are translated into English after they've already been published in Germany for however long. Mm. But this book, I really enjoyed reading when I was younger. I enjoyed reading it again when I was older. It's a chapter book, like it's a full novel, but it it has... Just little illustrations here and there, Mm -hmm. or at least my copy does, which is just really cool and really pretty, um, which I really enjoy. Does it say I'm looking at my book right now? I'm like, who did the little drawings? Because they are really good. It says who wrote the book, which is Cornelia Funk. It says who translated the book, which was Anthea Bell. I wonder if that means that Cornelia Funk did all these little drawings too i mean i wouldn't be surprised necessarily but that's interesting but yeah i basically it's a story of friedrich or fire drake or however you want to is it friedrich or fire drake have i been reading it like a dyslexic person yep reading it with like dyslexia cornelia funk um on her official website It says, there is one reason to write Dragon Rider. Cornelia wanted to draw dragons and all the strange creatures that live with them. So that seems to imply that she she... drew them as well, which is Mm -hmm. super cool. (laughs) The jacket illustration was done by Don Siegmiller. Okay. But yeah, that's the only, she must have done all of the drawings and illustrations throughout the book. So yeah, I think that that's really interesting and... Just like a really cool addition. But yeah, I have been reading this honestly, like I had a dyslexic moment and my brain rearranged the letters and I thought it said Friedrich and I am just now realizing that it says Fire Drake. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, different. so Fire Drake. Those are very different. <laughs> Listen, she's from Germany. I thought it was like Friedrich. That's a name there. Yes, I mean, it is. <laughs> okay, so Fire Drake. It's a young dragon um, and him and the, the other dragons he lives with, they they receive like warning that the humans, because it's in modern times, the humans are getting closer, basically. And so they, and they'll they're going to destroy the valley that they live in. And by destroy, you know, they mean inhabit and cut all the trees down and build houses and whatnot. Be humans. <laughs> Yes. So the dragons need to flee and find somewhere without humans to go to. And there's like rumors of this place called the Rim of Heaven, which is like they don't even know if it really exists, but it's a place so high up in the mountains that like people can't get to it. And the dragons can live there safely and freely. And so Fire Drake volunteers to go ahead to leave first and, and try and find it. And along the way, he meets Ben, who's this orphan boy. He's a runaway and he's just like on his own. 
And so together, Ben goes with him to find the room of heaven. And along with, I can't remember what the other creature is called. But her name is Sorrel. Sorrel. She she kind of looks like a cat, but she's a lot bigger and she can talk and she's cl- clearly a mythical creature. Why can't I remember what she's, what kind of animal she is? Like what kind of mythical creature? Cause she's not like a normal animal. You know what? Not going to worry about it, but yeah. So it's the three of them traveling to try and find the room of heaven. A Scottish while... forest brownie. Oh, it is a brownie. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say brownie. And then I was like, no, I'm going to be wrong. Google coming okay. in clutch. Well, cool. <laughs> Thanks Google. Um, so, but all the while they're traveling, they would sometimes in the beginning, they don't even realize it. They're staying just ahead of this dragon eating dragon. He basically looks like a dragon. He's, he's basically another kind of dragon, but he's trying to hunt down fire Drake because he wants to find the room of heaven so that he has more dragons to eat basically. Um, and it just follows their quests and it ends up being just like a really awesome adventure. And I just found the characters to be really lovable, even though I couldn't remember that Sorel was a brownie. Um, that just makes me think of Girl Scouts. Yep. So like I was a brownie when I was younger in Girl Scouts. So but really well written characters, really lovable characters. And it's it's another one of those books that's good for a lot of age groups mm. And ages. Um, this is another book that I read, you know, chapter by chapter, reading every other page with our dad when I was like 10 or 11 or something, mm-hmm. maybe even younger than that. Um, but then because I have it still, I read it again when I was older and I, I still really enjoyed it. So if you're looking for a fantasy kind of novel and it's a it's not a super long read, it's pretty quick. And interesting and, again, lovable and just good stuff. Dragon Rider by Cornelia Funk. And there is a movie of this book. Oh, yeah. But it's but it's just found out about. Because it's in German. Yeah. And it was produced and, and done by a, a German film company. It's an animated movie. But there we are aware there. Called. We are now aware there is called, a movie. Yeah, but the original, it, it's called Drakenritter. It's not really called Dragon Rider. Well, I it's, mean, it's Dragon Rider It's in all German. in German. Yeah, <laughs> in German. But the whole thing. And don't, German listeners, don't judge my pronunciation of that because it was probably wrong. But if I could find the movie with English subtitles, then there's there's like English descriptions of it. And, and like the title is in English on some of the pictures yeah. and things I saw of it. But I, I couldn't actually find any. Granted, I didn't look that hard. Oh, um, we just found out about it today. English dubbed versions. Yeah. So, but yeah. If you've read her other stuff, like Ink Harder, The Thief Lord, and you liked them, then I would definitely read Dragon Rider. I think it is, at least in the United States, one of her lesser known novels. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ink Hard is definitely like, I feel like her big one. Because that one has been turned into a, a film. A movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like in America in English. Yes. So <laughs> like mainstream Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, that's our mini sode. Yep, those are our book recommendations. Gave you two very, very different, different book, book recs. Cover all your needs, hopefully. <laughs> Next week we 
are going into a new genre. Yes. Um, with reading and watching Emma mm-hmm. by Jane Austen, going into some Victorian lit, which is my favorite. Yes. So that'll be fun. If you're interested in that, tune in next week. I am currently, we're recording this ahead of time because currently when this comes out and you're listening to it, I am partying in Florida at Disney World. So Safely. <laughs> Safely. Because you have to. They make you wear masks and everything. So no worries there. They're only allowing like some percentage of capacity inside. But and also I can't really party it up that much because I have small children. So yes. <laughs> I will be but still here in Hawaii. So St- don't say that so <laughs> grudgingly. You're in freaking Hawaii. Yeah. I'll get to be in Florida for a week and then have to come back to Denver, which is landlocked. So, <laughs> yep. but anyway, um, thanks for listening. If you're interested, see it, see you slash not talk really see you, you, but talk <laughs> at you next time. Oh. Have a great week. And don't forget to read.